Welcome back to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. Um, we've been gone for too long. Uh, my name's Guy Williams. I'm joined by my brother, Paul Williams. Hey, everybody. Whoa, new... <laughs> I love it. I've brought a new personality. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's cool, Paul. You're, you're going more upbeat this year. Yeah, man. And the... Um... Uh, it's so good to be here for uh, season four. Is it season four? I can't remember, but I'd love that you're normally quite I... downbeat and now you're upbeat. Yeah, man. It's just so good to be back here talking basketball with my brother Guy and my main man JT. Do I talk now? Yeah. Oh, I don't do that yeah. anymore. I don't do that Being anymore. The voice is uh, JT, um, a legend, a friend, a basketball guru. He's wearing a Luka Doncic uh, jersey. He's looking. He's, you're looking good, man. I got the Porky edition. I got the Porky edition. Actually, what's the Porky edition? You can buy a Luka. It's just um, it's just a little too small. <laughs> yeah, and, and it ages you ten years, <laughs> and that's what Luka. Okay, that's the Luka. Edition. Okay, because you're 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 you've been making some uh, some jibes at the at the in the group chat about Luka's weight. Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's, yeah, it's shocking. He he, honestly could be 35. I think, honestly, me and him could be the same age. Okay, no, but you, you defend Zion, but you haven't got Luca. I don't understand. Because Zion's, like, just massive framed, whereas Luca is just, the is what happens when you're too good at something to listen to anyone's opinion, <laughs> and you just, like, smash McDonald's. <laughs> like 20 times a day and you're like it'll be fine by the playoffs and it is okay well we're back with more body shaming fat shaming and everything else that uh, makes this podcast uh one of the worst nba podcasts you can listen to it's time for advanced analytics Guys, it's been a long time. You guys have been trapped in uh, a pretty brutal COVID lockdown. How have you been? How's your basketball life been? Have you recovered from last year's NBA? I've forgotten all of last year's NBA, <laughs> and uh, I'm doing really well, really <laughs> well. You well upstairs mentally, um, really strong mentally. I know that that's one of the things I know about you. You're one of the strongest mental people I know. Thank you. And um, and physically strong as well, incredibly physically strong, um, and yeah, I'm really excited. I'm actually this is like the most excited I've been before an NBA season for a while. I reckon. Me three, yeah, I'm pumped. I've been doing pretty well um, recently. Just yeah, you know, I got a little media attention in the weekend for a small soiree I held. But apart from that, <laughs> um, doing quite well. And I was uh, yeah, I'm absolutely pumped for this season. I don't know, have a clue where I did a recently did a fantasy draft or actually did a couple um, and I had no idea where players were. Like it honestly feels like um, players have just been jumbled up yeah. and reset and we're just all pretending that like they've always been on those teams. Mm. I definitely had to do that. Like yesterday I drafted uh, Ricky Rubio in a fantasy league, not knowing where he played. And then afterwards I realized he's in Cleveland. <laughs> Who knew? Ah. And that's a disaster as well, right? Because he's like a... Is he even starting? Like, no. The, the article was like he's a he's a starting caliber point guard um, playing off the bench. Jeepers, jeepers, creepers! I pray for your fantasy teams. I um, I've relaunched my basketball career. I've been locked down in Nelson, and I um recently had a run with the Nelson Giants. And since I've been retired for basketball, 
about five years, the sport has changed. And it was so weird to play with like, you know, kind of like semi-professional players because, well, the three-point lines moved out for good. Like I always enjoyed playing on those closer three-point lines. So I airballed my first four shots. I mean, most of this is just down to me sucking and not having played in a number of years. But what fascinated me, even in Nelson, New Zealand, every player shoots now. And so you just spread the floor. Like Basel is very simple. You just spread the floor and you penetrate. And then if a guy, if there's any help whatsoever, you pass that guy and he jacks a three, like no hesitation. Center, doesn't matter. Um, and I found it incredibly stressful because I'm used to hanging out in the paint, being a big man, being close for rebounds, you know, helping out. And it was traumatic as my my the guys defending just splashed threes in my face all day long. It was kind of amazing that to to take five years off and just see the game change before my eyes. Did you follow suit on offense? Were you just shooting? Oh, I do that normally, and I was, and I hoisted three threes in a row, and I hoisted three air balls in a row, and then the next play down the court, I tried to post up and drive, and then airballed uh, that layup as well. Still talk trash though. I still said shooter after every one of my threes, so still cool. What's happening? When does uh, here's my ignorance about national basketball, but when does the is it still called the NBA? Yeah, these are just very rough off season scrimmages. Like it happens at the start of the um, year. One cool Nelson story I had though is I showed up and the first person there on the court, I was second, was a girl, and I was like, oh, this is interesting because you know when a girl's at the scrimmage, she's very very good. And uh, I was like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Guy, and she's like, hey, I forgot her name. She's like, hey, I'm such and such. And I'm like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. And she's like, you might know my dad. And I was like, oh, who's your dad? And she just pointed to the wall. And there was a massive photo of Nelson basketball legend, Phil Jones. And I was like, how cool is that? That you get to drop in. You might know my dad. And you don't even say his name. You just point to the huge 50 size mural of him on the wall. um, A mecca. Hey, what's happening on Tuesday? Right, is it possible that um, Phil Jones was just she's the manning you in reverse? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. One more run. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. But yeah, he could be she's the manning me. That is correct. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to talk about Nelson basketball. I want to talk about NBA basketball. It's time for the off season in review. So okay. Well, maybe I'll just do some pop quizzes, and you tell me the team that this player plays on now. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Patrick Beverly. Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, damn. Okay, seems easier than I thought. Oh, well, Ricky Rubio is my other one, so I'm really... Uh, <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. okay, what about Jared Dudley? Surely he's retired. I, I thought he's retired, yeah. Yeah, he's retired. Okay, so you guys... So it's just me that's out on the... Nah, I reckon there's a lot I don't know. Okay, probably. what about Kelly Olenek? Kyle Lowry. Oh, Kelly... Um, no, Kelly Olynyk is in Detroit because I got him on a fantasy team by mistake. Yep, correct by mistake. Well, here's the thing: I put him up for because I I I was trying to get rid of um you know everyone was down to their last few dollars, and I was trying to get rid of um just get other people to spend so I could actually just get the person I wanted for one dollar, and so I chucked up Kelly Olynyk, being like someone's going to want him, and I put him up. And um, JT was in this league. Everyone in the comments was just so repulsed by his profile photo <laughs> and talking about his goatee that um, that no one bid on him. But he's going to put up numbers, man. He'll always put up numbers. No, he won't. Hey, one other one other um, retiree that surprised me was JJ Riddick. Did you guys know that he'd retired? Really? Yeah, I was shocked by that as well. 
Kyle Corver as well. Will JJ Reddick make Hall of Fame based on college career? Is that how it works? Uh, yeah, I think you can get in probably based on college. I'm sure Kristen, Christian Leidener is he in Hall of Fame, maybe. Um, I don't it, think JJ it's, Reddick it's crazy based, he's on retired. College, he's... based on college would be good enough for um, the Hall of Fame, I don't think. I think you just pulled that out of nowhere. Or What's it based on? Did he win multiple championships? Oh, wow. JJ Reddick's, like the, JJ Reddick's the most famous college basketball player and some say athlete of all time. <laughs> I can't tell when you're joking. Do you know that? No, that's true. Well, he's the most famous oh, college basketball athlete of all time. Yes. No, he's, JJ Reddick. He's a college athlete. JJ Reddick. What about um? I what about James see. Worthy? What about Luke? Uh, what's what's the name? Walt, Bill Walton. What about Larry Bird? No, no, we're forgetting like. What about Michael Jordan? Nah, JJ Reddick. <laughs> what about James Worthy? But are we saying? Are we just saying like based purely on like? If you cut out all the everything they did afterwards, and so just college career, Grant Hill, just college career, he was like so hated. He was like the most hated man in yeah, America. So was Grayson Allen. So was Adam Morrison. Like, there's a lot of players out there. Nah, J- 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 nah, nah. It's true. It's honestly. No, true. I, I remember. There was, I reckon Grayson Allen. There was a lot of buzz hmm. around him, JT. But if you're seriously saying this, this podcast is off to a terrible start because that is a that is an ice cold take. Oh no, is it spot? Wait, is that cold take or a hot take? That's hot. That's hot. That's spicy. That's spicy hot. Uh, what is a, a cold take? Is just like saying um, best game ever. JJ Riddick. JJ Riddick had forty three points in a state title game. Oh, well, can I just? Best game can ever. I just? Headline. I was just trying to recap over last season. <laughs> Did you guys know the Bucks won the NBA Finals, and they beat the Phoenix Suns? Yeah. And in the closeout game six, Giannis Antetokounmpo scored fifty points. Mm. I honestly have no recollection of the last two NBA seasons. Yeah, I've whitewashed it. I just took, I just put a huge Wait, whitewashed. Oh, like yeah. you're you're remembering it all with only white players. <laughs> you're like finals MVP was Dante Divincenzo. He carried the Bucks. Is Dante um, Divincenzo white? Yeah, he's I like mean. he's like a white ginger dude. I think. Oh, he might be mixed race. I don't know. Okay. I mean, he sounds Italian. To be honest, he sounds like he sounds like an, a made-up up Italian. Sounds like he's going to be like blacking up to um, launch a pop career. Um, uh, no, that's not what whitewashing means as well. Whitewashing means to in sports it means to destroy, but in other doesn't mean doesn't a whitewash mean like to like kind of like a cover up or like to kind of destroy history? I don't even know what whitewash means. Do we have to Google what whitewash? JT, I thought, I thought whitewash was. Paul, yeah. first Paul, you tell us what you think whitewash means. Yeah. Like, I'd assume it was like, um, you're making hello, uh, you're making ghost in the sh- the ghost within the shell, and you cast Scarlett Johansson. No, 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 no that's not whitewashing. It's whitewashing. Yeah. What okay. is it? The white whitewashing means like either covering something up deliberately, like by sort of um, covering up the unpleasant facts or something you don't Painting like right yeah. just to protect them. yeah yeah or it also does mean a victory by the same side in every game of a series i.e um also known as a sweep that would be a whitewash yeah thank you jt that was good paul there is a name for what you're saying putting scarlett johansson and ghost in a shell but i can't remember what that's called but it is white something white facing or something like that i can't remember what that's called right now 
Mm. Anyway, we're learning. This is quite an educational podcast as well as anything. Um, a big news from the uh, uh, off season, and I don't even want to bring it up because I don't. I'm sick of this shit. But um, we should briefly mention Ben Simmons. Yeah, what's the deal there? I'm completely lost. I, I again, I. I'm not trying to dip into the fantasy forest, but I got Tyrese Maxey with a very early pick in a draft. Under under direct advice from a fantasy account I follow on Twitter, breakout alert, well, I, then Ben Simmons turns up anyway. What? I don't get it. Um, what happened was that he tr- he's trying to force a trade, but the way you force a trade is how James, James Harden did it and Vince Carter did it and everyone does it, you show up and you play awful and you mope every day and you create bad PR and you be an asshole. But what Ben Simmons did, which is probably more professional, was just stay away. But then cleverly, the um, uh, 76ers started docking him pay. So now he's showed up, so he gets paid. And now he's he's switched after getting docked, like I think one week of pay or something, he's now showing up to um, collect his pay and to start the moping process, which must be incredibly awkward at training and during games because it must be so tense. Tobias Harris said that they're all professional and Danny Green, so there's going to be no issues there. <laughs> I, I reckon Embiid's, Embiid's the sort of guy who really lets this sort of situation lie, can, right? Can I, yeah. can I, can I, can I be um, a little bit quote contrarian? I'm sure you guys have talked about this with me in the chat, though, so it's not too crazy for this podcast. I don't think Ben Simmons is largely the blame. Like, don't get me wrong. He's petulant, he's immature, and he's not professional. But when they lost a a bad, bad loss to a team they should have beaten, the Atlanta Hawks, in the last playoffs, and and Ben Simmons obviously had some sort of issues and he kind of, you know, passed up dunks and wouldn't shoot, to blame him just publicly afterwards was a very bad move. And it's not surprising that he hates Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey, and Joel Embiid. So I kind of feel like the Sixers have brought this house of cards down on themselves. Oh, no, I think it kind of deserve it. I blame Doc Rivers. I, I don't like Ben Simmons. And so I can see where why Doc would say what he said. But I do. I also really blame Doc Rivers. Don't say yeah, it. Yeah, I blame Doc like, Rivers. You, you can say it, but, but like say it to Daryl Morey behind closed doors. Like... As a coach, it's your job then just in the interview to say it was my fault and next year will be better and and then go to Daryl Morey and be like he can't shoot or I don't know if he's the right guy or whatever. So so what you're saying, know. if you don't have anything nice to say, say it behind their back. Yes. Or, I'm not or, saying if you're the coach. Co- sorry, you go. go. I was going to say a shit joke. Well, I was going to say if you're the coach of a basketball team, Right, and there's one major problem with your star. Don't leave it till after you get knocked out of the playoffs to be like, maybe you should shoot. Yeah, maybe like yeah. start that process. Yeah, at the start, start of the, the season. Early. Yeah. So, bit- what about the theory? This a theory come out that he um he had the basketball yips and um and he tried to Ben Simmons did and he tried to self dob himself in as having COVID. So he wouldn't have to play. Did you guys see it? Yeah, I saw that. That was ES- no. That, that was I love this. ESPN. Although she's, there's been a few stories come out about Simmons. You know, unless there's a player, it's it's a very dodgy story that ESPN. I feel like just maybe pulled out of nowhere. But yeah, it's an interesting rumor. But mm. they're professional journalists. Like, sure, they'll, she'll have to have sources. You reckon? 
Are you saying Ramona Shelburne's just Shelburne? She's like a serious journalist. A, a spo- You're saying she's generating this fake news? Sports journalist. Amazing claim. No, no, but, no, but there's a lot of there's a lot of um, rumors and ESPN that just fly around that are just based on almost nothing. Well, okay, I'm, I'm not defined. I'm not going to defend all of ESPN, but I I think that probably for a major ESPN journalist, they have to at least have one source before they print a story. But I don't know. Okay. I saw some amazing footage um, recently of Ben Simmons playing in what looked like Melbourne like men's B grade. It was crazy. It was like the social league with like just like some out of shape middle aged men, and he like you can see why he hasn't developed a jump shot because he just dunks it every time. Like you know he just dribbles in and just like dunks yeah. it. Fair enough. He I don't blame him. He's been hated like his whole life. It's kind of interesting. Like, he just never has... For someone who's got, like, LeBron's PR agency and, like, branding and a- agents behind him, it's weird that he hasn't, like, ever had any PR training or... He, he's doing such bad I had a, I had a big red flag when he got drafted. All the rookies did a... Like, there was an AMA on Reddit where they were just basically all getting asked questions... Um, and someone asked, um, Hey guys, congrats on getting drafted. Uh, what's your favorite thing on Netflix? And he said, uh, Batman versus Superman Dawn of justice. And to me, that was, I was like, there's a lot of stuff on Netflix (laughs) and that movie, I don't think was well received by anyone. (laughs) It was well received by Ben Simmons. Firstly, did you watch squid game? Secondly, did you watch the video of LeBron James and Anthony Davis talking about Squid Game? Uh, yes and no, and I wish it was the other way around. <laughs> it was, honestly, I think the most I've liked LeBron ever was, he was so weird, because it was like, basically, he had just finished doing like a press conference, and he stands up, he's like, okay, that's it, done. Stands up, but then as he's leaving, Anthony Davis is coming to the table to do the next one, and they stop, and he does this real weird thing where he's talking to him, and he doesn't talk to him like anything how you'd expect. He goes, yeah, yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. I didn't like the ending, though. I didn't like the ending, though. And it's bizarre, but I, I it honestly made me like LeBron more yeah. for how weird it was. Okay, well, it's time now. This segues perfectly into JT's hot topic, a new segment we call Great Vaxpectations. Yeah, only this segment. The segment's called JT's Hot Topic. This edition is Great Expectations. So clear. each week we're okay, going to get some uh, of the hottest topics dissected and cut up and remixed by none other than JT Muirhead. Yeah, I would say I would say in a space of three months you'll get at least two hot topics. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is on Kyrie's anti-vax stance. I'd want to take it a different angle, okay? And not specifically about Kyrie, although we can come back to him in the picker later on. I think the NBA gets unfair levels of vax status scrutiny when you consider there's only 20 of them that are unvaccinated of a 1,000. It must be a 1,000 players, right? 
Whereas there's whole baseball teams. Wait, that there's like, not a thousand players. Or five hundred active. Four hundred, I think. Yeah. Anyway, so let's say so four fifty players, ten, unva- uh, twenty unvaccinated, mm-hmm. right? I think that the NBA gets unfair, a lot of unfair pressure, and I would challenge you to think: When's the last time you took you anyone asked how many NPC players are vaccinated? Mm. Mm. Well, it's a bit different though mm. because um, America is at a different stage of the vaccine cycle than us here in New Zealand because you're referring to the New Zealand Rugby League, which that will come out eventually when vaccine mandates come to New Zealand, but we don't have those yet. Um, the reason it's a big story is more just sports journalists. I don't think like I don't think like mainstream like proper news really cares about it, do they? I think it's just really interesting because you literally have players who are playing in stadiums they're not allowed into because, you know, they're talking about like Kyrie playing road games or something because he can't play in Brooklyn. Like it was, the whole thing was ridiculous. And I was like, that's a good Ted, news Ted story. Ted Cruz wants them to come play for the Rockets. <laughs> and, and the reason that's such a great story is because Brooklyn are the hot favorites this year and every Vegas would have them at like basically like even money, favorites for the championship if Kyrie was playing but instead it becomes interesting because one of their players can't play because of an anti-vaxxer that's a juicy juicy story and you're right it's it disproportionately covered but you can understand why you know that's I mean yeah so in, interesting take but that's not quite the angle I was going with this hot topic sorry sorry, sorry. what 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 would be would it be possible for a team this is what I was thinking to trade exclusively for un- unvaccinated players and in a state where you could play unvaccinated and just only play at home. But do you think that other teams would like have to default to them? And, and, how, and if they had playoff series, could the other teams or staff even go? Wow. If they were just like a vax cluster? And that would be a talented team as well. Cause you're talking, you're getting Kyrie, you could get him for a bargain right now. You're getting, Andrew Piggins. Wiggins, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Who else is there? Um, Bradley Beal. You got no bigs though. That's interesting. No bigs. A big smarter. No defense. No defense as well. But it's not a bad team. It's a great concept, JT, and I really like it. Paul, do you do you reckon that would be a good foundation for maybe the Orlando Wait, so, Magic so the, who are floundering so, so at the moment? The idea was to go all anti-vax. Yeah. And then only play home games, was it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Do you think Kyrie's going to change his tune? And is Bradley I, Beal the same, or is he? How's he not getting as much heat? Heat. Um, Bradley Beal, people, he's not as public. No, no one cares if Bradley Beal plays or not because the Washington Wizards are so bad. Um, although they pulled off the trade of the century, um, offloading Westbrook's contracts. I, I think that could be positive for the Lakers as well. The weird, the weird thing about the weird thing about Kyrie is. I genuinely feel like I haven't seen him play a game since like 2016. And I went to like, I went to like every Nets game for like a full season. I would see him there a lot on the sideline, but he, um, like he, I feel like he never plays ever. Uh, Kyrie, he's, he misses a lot due to injury. He's the Zion Williamson. Of yeah. The Eastern Conference. Injury. And he'll just like, he'll just like leave for a bit. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. I just I feel- wish you'd take a, I wish you'd take a stance on something cool because I quite respect that he's like at least putting his money where his mouth is. Yeah, he's. Oh yeah, no, you got to respect that he like he like lives, like he really lives it. But you just wish it was like for something good. We don't know if he does live it though because has he missed a paycheck yet? Like it depends with like the way his salary set up. Like mm. it's not until he starts missing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars, which for him, like. 
his contract is $200 million. So there's a lot on the line here. It's pretty fascinating. But um, we'll believe it when we see it. Personally, I think he will come back. He will get vaccinated eventually. But it's just depressing to see the way his he's trying to um, spin this like he's a Colin Kaepernick man of the people. And he is Colin Kaepernicking it. Whereas Colin Kaepernick did it for a great cause that eventually everyone... It took a while. Eventually, everyone came around to the Colin Kaepernick way of thinking. But with Kyrie, he's, he's the Colin Kaepernick of act, uh, anti-vax. It's not quite the same thing. And um, as everyone says, when Ted Cruz is on your side, you're, um, you're, you're fucking up, eh? You're fucking up big time. I thought that's quite a nice um, segue into the season pickers. Ooh, it's time first, for our predictions. The first question, will, will Kyrie get vax? So guys saying yes. Wait, where are these questions? I'm just reading them out. They were in the, the Google Drive that I asked okay. to share with you that he didn't. Okay. So wait, what is I it? Will he get back? Because he runs a Hotmail email address, which isn't even... Who knew that Hotmail was still functioning? Yeah, can't get that through my firewall. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, um, yeah, he'll get vaxxed at okay. some stage. So, it might take a while. Sounds like the vax has affected Paul's brain because he's working so slow. Um, uh, got We've got to say when, though. I'd say I'm going all-star break. I'd say he hold, he holds out and creates a circus. Oh, wow. He circus for about half a year and then gets ready, kind of start building towards the playoffs. He gets that injection and gets out there and starts tearing up. I reckon in like um, within two weeks. Wow. I'm like, going playoffs. Soon. I think he's going to get the Chris Stapps trade and then come back at the playoffs for the Mavs. Wait. Oh, for the Mavs? Yeah. Have you heard this? Great, no. Great idea. Chris Stapps for Kyrie. Why is that a great idea? Because Texas is like way looser on vaccines. Yeah, but like Chris Stapps is terrible. Yeah, but that Kyrie's like a dead contract. I I don't reckon Chris Stapps is purable. I'm a Chris Stapps truther. That's the next, we'll bet on that. Is Chris Stapps terrible? Put me down for yes. Put Paul down for no. JT, where do you stand on is Chris Stapps terrible? Mm, personality terrible. Still think he's got. He could be good. Personality. Um, we went about his personality. I don't. I don't know his personality. Except terrible. No. Yes. Maybe. What, what's okay. the question? Okay. Right. We're going to the, to the big ones now. Where will Ben Simmons be at the end of the season? I think in Philadelphia. I was going to say that as well. I'll, I'll go different. Then I'm going to go uh, shivers. It's it's such a drama like imagine his first game back or if he gets traded first game back in philadelphia it's going to be an absolute shit show uh we're like the rumored it's all like like minnesota and sacramento and stuff like the rumors right Yeah, they're the only teams that can like possibly want to you know blow shit up and you know every other team's pretty set at the moment you know Mm. they're the teams that want to take a flight golden state no who would they trade wiggins I'm going to go for Chicago Bulls. <laughs> I can kind of see that. They're going like all guards. No shooting. Yeah, no, yeah. All all like, all assists. They're all just assisting each other to then does another assist, who then does another assist, and then until the shot clock expires. <laughs> just for the record, it's okay. not an assist if no one scores a basket. It's just a good pass. No, but, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. But like it should be an assist. It's like, yeah. Um, will a top hundred player get an, a Joker tattoo? 
JT, I get the feeling these aren't written down behind nah. the firewall. <laughs> uh, right, that one was a made up one. I'd say no. Um, hit us with, hit us, well, are we not going to pick like MVP no. or something? No, I was just playing around, just acting the full. Okay. We're doing East Champs, West Champs, NBA Champs, Roy, Depoy, MVP. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Okay, and it's, and it's quick fire. East Champs, Slam Dunk, oh, oh, oh. Brooklyn. West Champs is a very hard guess. Um, but I, I still, uh, it's weakened. A lot of teams have injuries. I would have picked the Clippers if they're at full strength, but Kawhi's not around. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Lakers, uh, Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is the champion. That's not a controversial yeah. pick. Those are the two Vegas favorites. I, I, I said that like I was doing a hot take. Sorry. Paul, do you want me to go next to buy some? Yeah, time? yeah, buy me some Paul time, needs some please. Time. He's doing some deep analytics. With computating all those player names. Uh, I'm going to go with my beloved Dallas Mavericks for the Western Champs for a second year in a row. That's insane, yep. Um, and for the East... I hope you don't copy me. I think it's going to be... Um, oh, no. Damn, I've gone off the sheet. I think it's going to be um, the Milwaukee... Philadelphia... No! no! <laughs> Are you doing comedy? Yeah. No! This is, no. Wait, what? I will not allow you to do this. No, they're... I think they're one of the favourites. Philadelphia, they don't even know who their point guard is because their player watched yeah, because he had a is... mental breakdown because he was getting bullied by Jimmy and Bs. Guy, their team is stacked and either he stays and they're stacked or they trade him and become more like more stacked. More stacked. No. He... My, it... my only question mark is that I don't think Doc Rivers is good, but... um. My only question mark is on paper. they lost the Hawks and now they've had a complete meltdown and they can't be good because Ben Simmons is either going to stay and be terrible or get traded for a low ass value asset like some the trash from the Sacramento Kings. Like, it's a goddamn disaster. Like, the only no. thing they can get at this Firstly, point is maybe I hope the Kings in, but probably um, some picks or something. I hope the Kings don't trade away any of... Because they got some sweet... <laughs> Sweet guards. No, they, don't. No, they GT, do. Were, Genuinely. Were your, I love Tyrese Halliburton, Davion Mitchell. Yeah, that's fine. And De'Aaron Fox to a lesser that's, extent. Okay, JT, were your answers of Dallas and uh, Philadelphia, are they sincere answers? No, I got confused with my own question. <laughs> but they were sincere, but not to the answer. I was saying like top of the standings, not won the playoffs. Uh, yeah, no, I think it should be. Like regular but season. Who cares who wins the like regular season? Of... I would say um, Denver Nuggets and uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, that's fine. Let's stay with East. Let's stay with the champs. I'm still going to go with Dallas, and I'm still going to go with Sixers. <laughs> but the only thing that I didn't like was that I wanted to pick the Heat to win the yeah. championship. <laughs> well, doesn't work. The Heat is a better well, pick than the Sixers because no, at least their whole team he's... is playing basketball and mentally oh. sound. Okay, it's time for Paul's picks. <laughs> And sticking on that topic, I'm going with Eastern Conference champs. It is a hot take. Miami Heat. You heard it here first. No, I, I would. I, I mean, Love a few it. people have, have have shouted that out. I mean, I would take them as a very, oh, really? a very dark horse. They're dark, every, they're everyone's favorite dark horse. I'd say them and the. They looked so. Yeah. I couldn't figure out why they looked so bad last year though in the playoffs because they aren't very good. Like they were, Nah, they should be pretty good. These like weird white guys who had one good year in the but like one good month in the bubble, and everyone thinks they're all stars. Um, and also, Adebayo is not as good as you think, and Jimmy Butler is not a basketball genius. He wrong. Okay, wrong. Adebayo is better than anyone thinks. And Jimmy Butler is a basketball genius. 
Okay. Um, well, who was your... My fantasy team, my fantasy team, by the way, has both those players, Adebayo and Jimmy okay. Butler. So, okay. I, yeah, I've invested big <laughs> so Paul, in Miami. So, Paul, you're picking in that Miami championship Heat for the East. Who's coming from the West? And I, can I guess telepathically who you're going to say? Um, oh, well, I kind of also want to go in on the Hawks. The Hawks are going deep deeper this oh, year. They're, not. they're going deeper no, they're this not. year. And wait, where did they make it last year? Did they make it to the Eastern <laughs> Conference the finals? finals? They're not going better than that. Okay, they also could win the East. Okay. <laughs> I know he's going to pick for the West, okay. I'm going to say it right now. The say Splash it. Bros, all the way from Golden State. Yes, for the fifth year in a row. <laughs> to keep it going. The Golden State Warriors are winning the West. Hear me out. I think they have. They're going to be the best three-point shooting team of all time this year. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But the, the problem is they um, okay. don't have any depth or defense, and if they have one injury, then their whole season's over, and their team is bankrupt. The, the inj- no, the injuries is the only question mark. If they're healthy, and Clay comes back relatively soon, watch out, man. They, I think they're going to shoot. They're going to break every three point record. You watch it, JT. You not because people all they've added is elite shooters: Otto Porter Jr., Bielitsa. Paul. Um, I was going to say Avery Bradley, but they just cut him. Um, I don't even think he's very good at shooting. But um, yeah, in- end of story. JT, you had something you wanted to okay. say. No, I didn't. I don't think I was maybe possibly talking to myself. Okay. <laughs> you, you literally said Paul. Oh, did I? <laughs> I think so. You were like, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. Okay, only, only four more awards to do. Yeah. Okay, rookie of the year, and this one's for Paul. Rookie of the year, Paul. Do you want to start? Oh, okay. I'm going to come out and say after that last year's draft, I was lukewarm on a lot. Like I was like, man, a lot of these guys just don't know who they are. They all got like boring names. Can I get, um, can I guess your conundrum? What? Because Stugs looks like on paper the exact sort of player you, you'd like. Yeah. And he plays for the Magic. Yeah. yeah. But Suggs, Suggs is an absolute degrade superstar name. <laughs> Suggs. I kind of like it. Suggs. I'm out I mean, it sounds like a baseball player, like he's a slugger. Suggs. But Cade Cunningham is is like a superstar name. No, that no. All I was going to say is this year. I think there's. A, I'm I'm excited about these rookies, man. This year, I'm excited. There's going to be some studs. Um, rookie of the year, I think could. There's a few options. There are a few options, and it's always hard to know because it's like not just about how they play. It's more about like. How much they play Jesus and how much Christ. they Can I get say my opportunity. Jalen Suggs, please, thank you. Yeah, I'm going green. <sighs> I want to go either. Um, I'm going to go real left field. Uh, well, not that left field. Davion Mitchell, Sacramento Kings. Yeah, good pick. But I kind of want Mobley as well for the Cavs. I, do, I totally agree, though. It is it is quite an exciting year for rookies, but, I mean, that always flames out when you realize the NBA is quite hard and none of them can really get much of a foothold. But there could be a few. There, there's a few, like, interesting uh, interesting prospects out there. JT, what's next? Oh, Scotty, Scotty I, Barnes it, for the um, Raptors as well. He just looks so good in preseason The Raptors are a shit show, though. But, yeah, I hear you. I'm excited. I, don't, I disagree. I think the Raptors this year are going to shock people, go deep. I inadvertently um, drafted Josh Giddy without I've never seen him before. Inadvertently drafted him in a fantasy draft and then saw a visual of him, 
and I felt sick in my stomach. <laughs> no, but he, okay, I saw footage of him the other day. Josh Giddy, for people who don't know, is like a um, six foot eight Australian white guy. Is he six foot eight with like shaggy? No, hair yeah, he's massive. Shaggy. Yeah, because I, I I had no faith in him either. But I watched a highlight mix of one of his just one of his preseason games, and he looks good. Like he's so big. Like I thought he was Jackson Hayes, who's like seven foot. And I was like, I didn't know Jackson Hayes plays for the Thunder now. And then um, it was Josh Giddy, the you point guard. You know a player's going to be good when someone thinks they're Jackson Hayes. So that's that's a real sign of quality right there. <laughs> um, okay, final question. Yep. The big one. MVP. I'm going I'm to jump straight in with Steph Curry. Okay. The Warriors are back. Okay. The Warriors are back. Paul, you've said that for the last two and years. I don't think they've made the playoffs in the last two years. No, but they're back this this time. I, I constantly make predictions slightly too early. Oh. And so I've got to stick with this one until it comes true. But the so Warriors you, are back. All you need is like, so like Nostradamus, you need someone hundreds of years later to like go out of their way to try and find the things you were right about. <laughs> no, nah, it's just I'm constantly like, sl- except for one time when I said exactly like I was like, the Hawks will be good in three years. To a guy in Australia, and he made a note, and then three years later, it was last the last playoffs, and he was like, "I owe you an apology." You were right. Well, they made the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I don't think they are good. I think the East was just pathetic, and 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 disagree. You know, they had a, the uh, Sixers had a had a breakdown, but um, can I? I mean, the East won the uh, NBA. I think you're so. Fine. Yeah, they did. They did. That is... Well, the second time in three in my years. Face. I think in you're my fine. face. So um, I, I'll say this that um. I was going to do the Paul thing and go, I picked Doncic last year and I want to pick him again. But after JT fat shaming him at the top of the podcast, I'm going to switch and go uh, safe and go, I want to say KD because I think he will be the best player. But um, who's actually going to win it and play enough games? I'll go uh, put me down for Giannis. Giannis? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going for Luca. Yeah, okay. You're wearing the singlet. You, You're loving once, it. Once he sweats off that some weight, he is all on, baby. Um, Okay, that's... Paul, the the people are calling for it. You're wearing a Magic jersey. Is there a time for a bit of mayhem just before we finish? Oh, yeah, it's that time. Right about that time. Are you on drugs? the stars. Are you on drugs? Why? You're you're like slumped over in your chair. You're like a (laughs) Magic jersey on. You're talking... I think all your energy went into that that exciting intro. Yeah, it did. You really came in so energetic. It's time, right about that time. Well, it's that time, right about that time. For the stars to roll on out. Sorry, Paul. Was that the exi- was that the take where you up the ex- was that yeah. the excited version? Oh, yeah, yeah I it was. Okay. Sit down. Okay. This is Chumo Kiki, and you're listening to Magic Mayhem with Paul Williams. I mean, I haven't really prepped anything, but this year, man, I'm. Ex- this is the most excited I've been for a Magic season in a long time. Because well, can I just pop your balloon there and say that uh, according to Vegas, they are um, tied with the Cleveland Cavaliers as the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. I've heard a lot. There's a lot of disrespect on the on the internet. But here's the thing: that's not the internet. It's, it's like real is... hard money in Las Vegas. Yes, but this is like the dawn of a new age it feels like the sun rising up 
after um after what was an enjoyable time you know the kind of Vucevic Fournier Aaron Gordon era um the, you know we had a lot of good times era. what are you calling this next era I still it's still pure magic I mean they they did, got rid of that hashtag a couple of years ago for a much worse one which was what would it, um, what would magic all above and I'm like got to it's got to be like the purity of magic <laughs> Um, is that why Jonathan Isaac won't get the vax? Yeah, yeah, the vac- vaccines. One of the side effects is main fan base is racist fifty-year-old men who wear um, New Balance shoes because uh, Nike supports uh, China or something. I can't remember. No, imagine if Jonathan um, Isaac got up in a press conference and was just like, "I can't get the vax, but it's not what you think." But I'm embarrassed to say. <laughs> It's because I got a pure magic clause in my contract. <laughs> but um, basically, I'm so excited for the season because, for a lot of reasons, obviously we got two nice new rookies coming in: Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner. Wagner's looked um, appallingly bad so far, but he's going to come right, have, I believe. Right. Like, Do you still have Hans Wagner or whatever his brother's called? <laughs> Moritz <laughs> Wagner. Yes, we've got both the Wagner brothers. Hans and Fr- and just, I, I reckon the Wagners are just the other two Plumleys that are like, um, the family name's fucked. We're going to have to come. <laughs> no. Call yourself Wagner never talk. Rebrand with a legendary no. Barcelona name Wagner. No, they, they're good. <laughs> they're going to be really good. Like, Mo, Mo Wagner's really good, and I, ca- I honestly can't believe no other teams like seem to want him. But um, In between Frank Kaminsky and Cody Zeller, where would Moritz Wagner and, and brother be? They should wait. No, they're they're up the top. They should give out free Toblerone when they score a basket. <laughs> That's racist. I know they're not even they from where Toblerone comes from, but left the call. But um, I'm imagining that Simpsons character, that Jim and Simpsons yeah. character. Yeah. Um, no, but um, okay. Back to it. Um, so uh, okay, just going through the roster. I should just really just talk no, briefly about the whole right. roster. No, we got it. Okay, RJ Hampton, who I've kind of talking not... about the Malcolm X book that he didn't read. <laughs> no, a local local guy RJ Hampton, who played in Auckland, guy you've met yeah. him. So I kind of had no faith in him, but he has been bawling out. I think his decision making is bad, and he just attacks the hoop like a mad dog. But he has looked so good. JT, is, is okay, Michael, but is, is his um, Michael Jackson tattoo above or below a, a, a Joker tattoo, in your opinion? I was just going to say, I reckon it must be paying a dollar, a dollar or two that RJ's got a Joker tattoo somewhere in his future, if not now. Um, but um, wasn't Michael Jackson the original okay. Joker, like hiding behind that mask? <laughs> I'm not being drawn into. It. Here's what I'm most excited about, guys. It's Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba season has arrived. Okay, he's being unleashed, and it's it's annoying because for the last three years since he came into the league. My uh, basically full time job has been going online and defending Mo Bamba and saying that it's just it's always the same thing. I've just got to bring up his per thirty six minutes stats because he's barely played, and people just look at the you know the counting stats and they're like, "What? He's only averaging you know five points a game or whatever." It's like, yeah, he, that's pretty good considering he played three minutes or whatever. But um, the time has arrived for him to play. And he's going to be top five in blocks this year. You watch him. His shot is pure. It's so pure. He's a three-point shooting well, wizard. So, what? But 
so Paul, I drafted Mo Bamba, as you know, in one of my fantasy leagues, and I think I reached out to you for some support because mm-hmm. um, I don't have the belief in uh, Mo, and so I tuned into a little preseason. And and if you're just looking at the blocks, the parts where he has the ball or he's somewhere near the hoop on offense, he looks good. Mm. But I've never seen anyone look less interested in playing defense in my life. That's No, that's the issue. People online hate him because they say he has no motor. But my theory is he just looks – it's just how he looks. He <laughs> looks so disinterested. But you can't blame him for that because the, the numbers don't lie. You know, how's he blocking so many shots if he's oh, not Hassan interested? White, Hassan Whiteside also famously gets a lot of blocks, but is not an effective defender. Yeah, but he doesn't have the same, like, if you follow Mo on oh, social media, on yeah, and if you follow Mo on social media, he's such a great locker room guy. You can tell he really loves what he does, and the vibe is so good this year. The Magic's vibe is so you know good. the main locker room guy is? Jesus. And he's telling them not to get the vax. No. <laughs> No, Cole Anthony and Cole Anthony's kind of the main locker room guy, but um, I would say, but it's such a good group of guys. I can't talk about them all, but um, it's such Cole a group. Anthony's a superstar name. Mo Bamba is a too cool a name where it like crosses, it like becomes too good, and it becomes like a novelty name. Yeah, disagree. Strong. You guys watch Mo Bamba this year. Most improved for sure. He's, he's going to win most improved. About Mo Bamba. Paul, I went to an um, no, Maxi-Vax rally in Nelson on Saturday. Guess who got on the mic just as I showed up? Our old piano teacher, Joe Rafici, and he was spitting bars. He came in so hot. He came in straight away. I was like, this is as bad as the Holocaust. And I was like, whoa, Joe, that is a that is a strong start to say the least. Yeah, I reckon not as bad, <laughs> personally. Hot take. Yeah. But, um. So back to Mo Bamba. So what? Who do you guys think is? No, we, yeah, we, we didn't make. We didn't make our. Um, you guys didn't make your predictions for most improved. Um, uh, I cut that award. I have most improved to me is quite a degrading award. <laughs> well, it, it's 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 a joke because isn't it normally just someone who didn't play much and then someone who gets they play more way more or someone who gets promoted to the starting lineup. Um, let's say it's a bit of fun though. I will say a player who's improved a lot. Um. Hans Wagner from the Orlando Magic, one of the original. <laughs> which which one are you brothers, talking about? As they call them in uh, racistly in Orlando. So I assume you're talking about Mo well, Wagner. The rookie's not going to get it. So obviously, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, sick. Can't wait till Fritz hits the league in a couple of years, or Fritz Wagner. <laughs> okay, let's hit the road. That's the end of Magic. That's Mayhem. the end of the podcast. Um, anyone else got anything else important basketball related to say? Because I think we've covered all of basketball. Like, we've been away for a while. Did, you, did we do most? Did we do most improve? Because I want to go. I'm going to put a second vote on Mobamba. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my. Uh, that was my guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. So we're. So guy, who's yours? So you're. Oh, Mo Wagner. So wow, the Magic. Mo Wagner. It's a Magic um, whitewash. Damien Lillard. Wait, what's the name of Damien Lillard's bro- like cousin who plays on the um the Blazers? <laughs> He's got the best name. Oh the guy. yeah, what's his name again? Uh, cousin. Mm. I can't remember. Far out Blazers lineup. Lillard. Cousin. Oh, I've got to find this before. It, I've just got to see their name. It's so good. We'll just search Damien Lillard's cousin. I don't know if it's cousin though. It's like his cousin-in-law. He's like married to. He's like married to him. Oh, I'll have to. I'll bring it for another time. Jojen Jojen Blevins. Yeah, Jojen Blevins. Belgian Blevins. Oh, Kelgen. Belgian Blevins. Kel- 
Kelgen Blivens, isn't it? He can ball out as well. Just people think he's only on the Blazers because he's related to Damian Lillard, but he's not. He's on there because he is a baller. Um, I just found a, yep. a really nice photo of Damian and Kelgen Blivens <laughs> posing together. JT, you must in have the a You are um, busy constructing your all um, anti-vax NBA team. Uh, no, mine is sad. Mine, I just wanted to say a sad farewell to um, Giannis's brother, who's gone to a contract in France. It's still pretty good, isn't it? But you just missing... wait. Thanasis, which one? Uh, not Thanasis. He's he's Costa. Costa. Costa's is gone. Oh, championship winning Costa Antetokounmpo. Exactly. It's quite sad to see. So yeah. Wait, where's he gone to? Greece, memories. France. Contract oh, right. in France. Okay, nice. I would like to recommend everyone get vaccinated. Um, Thank you all very much. Uh, we love you. I've been Guy Williams. I'm still not doing it. Even New Paul doesn't do it. I was sure New Paul was going to do it. JT, say your name. Oh, yeah, JT. No, you say, I've been JT. Oh, I've, yeah, I've been that JT. sounds so nice on the microphone. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, we've got new microphones. We've got new levels of professionalism. We've got new segments. Wow, the podcast is coming back bigger than ever. Um, thank you all very much and good night. Good night. I wasn't saying that to you, I was saying that to the listeners. <laughs> Sorry.